Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty, the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at This Thirsty. Follow us on Instagram at This Thirsty. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. This podcast is making me thirsty. Join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Seinfeld podcast. Bonus episodes up there. Our first 16 episodes are up there. All kinds of good stuff. Join now, folks. Go to our website, SeinfeldPodcast.com. Our rankings are there. All of our episodes are there. Lots of good stuff. Email us at this podcast is making me thirsty at gmail.com. If you dig it, please pass it on. Thank you for listening. Please enjoy. This podcast is making me thirsty. Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty. The number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This is two up and two down. Here's our producer, Chris, to start us off. All right. Welcome back for another episode of two up and two down. And today we have a season two classic, the Chinese restaurant. And to start things off, let's go over to you, Chris. What do you have for your first up? Chinese restaurants. I mean, one of the most I would say polarizing episodes from from critics and pink hat fans to to us. But there's a lot of good ups in this. And I'm going to start with, you know, like I said, George and Jerry, their conversations are just special. So there were there were two specifically where they had kind of side off conversations away from Elaine. Uh, Obviously, George with the whole phone thing. If anything happens here, can I count on you? <laughs> I mean, I love that. These two guys in their early 30s talking about getting in a fight at a Chinese restaurant. And then obviously the whole Tatiana, like taking a shit story. Uh, obviously, Elaine didn't want, didn't want to hear any, any part of that. It just, I don't know, just great stuff. Uh, things you can only tell your, your closest friends, obviously. Someone's going to get your back. And then obviously talking about trying to take a shit and get that in there. Jerry and George, those side conversations, my first one up. Right. Yeah. No, very good. Yeah. I like that too. Uh, Sony, what do you got for your first up here? Yeah. I mean, this one's another one that kind I kind of go back and forth with a lot. Uh, I've already changed my grade twice since we've been just like talking about this while I was talking. I think I just changed my grade. Uh, I'm all over the place at the Chinese restaurant, to be honest with you. I I think uh, I'm going to, so my, my up, so this is what we're doing here. We're not doing grades yet. I got out of myself here, but uh, cause I'm thinking I'm, I'm overthinking this one, but um my first thumb up for this one is uh, is 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 George and and we've we've talked about this guy before, but the guy on the phone and George when he comes over to Jerry, anything happens here? Can I count on you? Just an amazing George line. Look at his outfit; everything's so coordinated. His sacks match his shirt. Uh, you know, we're living in a society. We're supposed to act in a civilized way. Uh, you know, I love, I love George just getting frustrated with the guy on the, on the, on the payphone. Uh, you know, watching it live for those that were around then when payphones were still a thing. You know, it's the only payphone in the place. George needs to make this call, and this guy is just, just rubbing in the wrong way. He's got his matching outfit with his fucking scarf, and George is ready to throw down. He says to Jerry, but he goes, "God, down! You're gonna count on you." 
I mean, that's just a great Costanza line. Uh, that's my thumbs up is uh, is George just getting frustrated with the uh, the guy on the phone. Well, yeah, that's what I like about doing these uh, episodes with you guys is that I don't know what your ups or downs are going to be. Uh, but my personal note was, yeah, an up being George and all those lines you just said uh, about him. Uh, so, Chris, uh, what do you got for your second up? All right. So we had a similar first up there. Right. Uh, my yeah. second my second one up is Elaine. You know, I'm tough on Elaine later years. But I mean, she brought it. I mean, from the the fifty dollar bit, the bet bit. Right. You know, to, you know, I feel like going over there and taking food off someone's plate and then her actually going over there and, you know, Larry David's voice is at the table. What you doing here? <laughs> so to, you know, remember that time when you first out, went out to eat with your parents? Like she just tells really great stories. Um, even when Jerry met the other woman, like just her face there smiling and obviously finally bailing Jerry out. Uh, to to bribing James Hong in an uncomfortable fashion, to her talking about Skyburger. I mean, Elaine brought it in the Chinese restaurant. I mean, her facial expressions at the table, talking about the bet, to obviously Skyburger and everything else. Just great Elaine, great Elaine early on. So that's my one up. Uh, giving kudos to early Elaine here and she brought it. All right. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Elaine. Yeah. Terrific. Um, Tony, what do you got for your second up here? Yeah. You stole, you stole my other up. Um, so in the interest of the show, I got to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go somewhere else with this, but I, I totally agree. I had all that written down the, the Larry David voice, even, uh, my second up is it, we're going to have to call it out. I'll take it. Uh, you know, Cartwright, Cartwright, James Hong, just playing that role to a fucking T. Uh, you know, I say, I say, she says curse word, you know, just car the whole thing there with, uh, you know, when Elaine tries to uh, slip the tip and, and he just doesn't not understand what's going on. Uh, his, his banter with Mr. Cohen. I mean, I have Cohen written down as an up actually, you know, what stinks in here, that guy. Uh, I just, I just love, he's always here. <laughs> what does that mean? He's always here, you know, uh, you know, that that's my op is just, you know, James Hong just uh, delivering a great performance there. Very understated and just, you know, oblivious to the whole situation. We've all been there where it's like you're passed over by that that person just by that fucking podium in the restaurant you know they're controlling everything they're letting people in and then you're not getting mr cohen is uh you know love it cartwright cartwright for um that that's my uh, second thumbs up yeah i mean we love the guest stars and james hong was certainly a, a great one in this episode um so uh, downs. Uh, I'm very interested uh, to hear about the downs on this episode. Um, you know, I have one or two of my own, but it's you guys. We got to hear from you. So, Chris, what's your first down? First down is actually kind of the opening scene. And uh, it's just because I've heard this joke a million times in Jerry's stand up, and he actually brought it to the show is the whole policeman, garbage man stand up bit. It, it just didn't, it didn't flow. It took, it took a while for this episode to just kind of get going. And I feel like they, they forced this little Jerry stand up bit 
I saw him do it on SNL. Like he's uh, a million times I've seen it, and it's it's in this episode. Uh, you know, pick up a broom. Like didn't didn't fit. And again, I, I think they struggled in this episode on how to kind of kick off the episode. Um, so that's my one down is the the policeman garbage man bit. No, yeah, fair enough. I I, I agree with that too. Uh, Tony, what do you got over for your? Uh... No, one hundred percent agree with that. That was that was one of my downs. He stole it, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. That's a that's a down in in my book as well. Um, my my down though, I, I'm gonna go with um, no Kramer. Um, I, I get it. You know, early on, they they you know you know there was a pen episode. I think the pen episode delivers without Kramer and without George. We all know Jason Alexander was pissed about that. Never again. All you know, the whole thing. Uh, I think this episode lacking Kramer actually brings it down a little bit. I think, you know, I, I don't know what Kramer would have done, but I feel like he would have done something and we would have got a laugh, at least one laugh out of Kramer in this episode. I think him not being there, him still being a recluse, they didn't know what to do with him yet. You know, it's still early on. We're talking season two. Um, I think no, no K-Man, uh, you know, I think it misses a tad not having him there. Um, you know, I, I think I think him being in the fold would have brought something to the table. Uh, so that's my down is uh, a missing Kramer. Well, yeah, Tony, you, you hit the nail on the head with me. Uh, I had that written down as as a down myself, no Kramer. I would have liked to imagine, even if it was just for a minute, he comes in last minute and, reckon, you know, the and the restaurant owner recognizes Kramer and goes, oh, Mr. Kramer. And then he's able to get him a seat right away. And then everybody's like, oh, Kramer, you saved the day, or something like that. But uh, yeah, that was a down for me, certainly uh, no Kramer. Uh, so Chris, uh, what do you have for your uh, first down? It's an interesting episode. There's not, I, I can't find many downs. So like I said, I'm kind of, I'm pulling lines that just don't jive uh, to the character. Uh, you know, there's a lot here, but when they're doing the whole bribing bit, and George jumps in. He goes, "I once tried to bribe an usher at a roll a roller derby." <laughs> what? Like I, I don't know. It, <laughs> it, first off, I can't picture George at a roller derby. Number one, and number two, like just I, I think again these early episodes. I think a little bit of overwriting. I don't think there was even a need for George to chime in there, but he did, and uh, obviously I had a slight problem with it. So. Uh, that's my one down is George's roller derby bribing line. Yeah, it seems kind of out of place. Uh, so, Tony, uh, what do you have for your second uh, down here? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with O'Hara on this one. I don't have a lot of downs written down. Uh, you know, doesn't mean this is the greatest episode of all time. Just means it's, it's a slow episode, right? We're talking season two. Obviously, they're in Chinese wrestling the whole time. Not a lot there to kind of pull from. Um, and he already took one of my downs, which was that opening the garbage man stuff. So I can use it. Uh, I can use it, but I won't. Um, I'm going to give my 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 second down, and this might be a little bit, yeah, I think people will disagree with me on this one. But I don't, I don't love the ending. Uh, I, I get it. That wraps it up. 
you know, they leave, you know, then it's, you know, Seinfeld four. Um, I just think it's, it, it, it's in line with season two endings. The subway does it. The statue does it very, very sitcom-y ending. Um, you know, very kind of bring it all together. The funny little like punchline at the end with the whole, you know, uh, Seinfeld four. Now that you know, now they would have the table. Um, I don't know. That's my down. I, I don't even agree with it as much as I'm saying it out loud, but I don't have a lot of downs written down. And I think um, I just feel like it's it's a silly, like kind of easy, like that's the ending now. They don't get the table and the table gets called and ha, 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 right? So I don't know. That's the down. I got to stick with the down. Uh, I probably should have just reused Chris's, but I'm going to go with my own on that one. And, and the ending um, just, it, it wraps it up and this is a weird way to say it but too nicely if you will i don't know that that's my doubt i i mean i get a laugh out of it um i i really don't have an issue with that but uh again that that's like you said you tough to pull a down out of this episode um so the thing that we have left is the final grade uh chris what do you have for your uh grade here yeah, sign all four, nothing better. But listen, you're an analyst. You, you, you got to be tough. So uh, tough but fair. Listen, this was the 16th episode ever. You know, you guys mentioned Kramer. I actually did have a problem with Kramer not being in this. You, you don't want to just, you don't want to force things. I, I, again, season two, you don't really picture Kramer at a nice restaurant. Not, not that he's a little kid. He's just, he does his own thing, you know? Um I'm not calling the Chinese restaurant a nice restaurant, but he's more of a monk's guy, and that's what he is. Uh, I love that, again, knowing the history of this show, Larry David didn't budge. Like, this is the episode we're writing, and, you know, the network wanted to pull it, and he said no. Man, I respect that. Um, again, this is after the fact. I get it, but, again, it's going a little bit into my thought process here on me really enjoying this episode you mentioned james hong i mean he's right up there right i mean as far as memorable caught right <laughs> for uh, he's you cannot laugh when you think about it right um some really great i mean they're all i mean if i had to pick someone who's i think george and elaine or carry the episode you know jerry meeting the uncle leo's friend from work i don't know it could have done without that i suppose Long story short, like I said, it's a polarizing episode either way, but to be fair as an analyst and a greater, I'm going to give this a B minus uh, for the Chinese restaurant. I, I tinkered on B just because of the, the history of it, but I think B minus is a fair grade. Okay, uh, I'll go along with that. Uh, and Tony, what do you uh, have for your final grade here? I'm glad you gave that grade. I'm glad you went first because I was going back and forth with my grade so much on this episode. I can't even begin to tell you. I've already changed it like three times while we've been doing this. I've changed it three times. And I'm glad I'm glad you went first there, O'Hara, because uh, I think you landed on the right grade. I think I'm also going to give it a B minus. I've gone, I've gone as low as a C plus, uh, and I've gone as high as a B uh, twice already. And I've been thinking about other grades I've given other episodes. 
Um, I think the reason this gets a B minus and not anything lower is for everything you mentioned, the sentimental value of this episode when it aired live plays a huge role in this for me. Uh, just the fact that it's it, it, what it holds in, the, in, in, in sitcom lore of the show about nothing and all that crap you want to talk about, uh, you know, it's slow. Yes. What is it about? Who knows? It's It's got Costanza. I mean, your opening talk, your opening one up is one of the best, you know, George talking about going to the bathroom in a small apartment. That's New York City in a fucking nutshell. We've all been there. These little apartments, you got to take a shit. What do you do? Uh, you know, if anything goes down, what am I? Yeah. Just, it, it's enough there. Enough there behind, you know, enough there live enough there, you know, you know, in, in Seinfeld lore that this can't go too low. Uh, you know, is it the greatest episode of all time? No, but, uh, you know, I almost want to give it a B because of all of that, but it's just not strong enough. I think B minus was fair. Uh, again, I'm glad you went first. Cause I think I'm going to just piggyback off it. I think B minus is my grade as well. It's Chinese restaurant B minus. All right. Well, there you have it folks. Uh, that's the Chinese restaurant two up, two down. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.